What does a famous painter with a perm, a kindergarten teacher, an aging rock star, and a morning radio DJ have in common? Really nothing, but on Roll for Podcast, an improv podcast, they might be characters that show up. Check us out on the first of each month and see who shows up to discuss God only knows what. You can find Roll for Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts or its home website, rabbitholepodcast.com. This show features discussion about murder, people going missing, and other weird but triggering things. Listener discretion is advised. There's something strange going on tonight. There's something going on that's not quite right. Michael's nervous and the lights are bright. Hello, weirdos. Welcome to the final episode of I Have a Weird One, a weird podcast. I am your host, Jason Soto. And yes, you heard it right. This is going to be officially the final episode of I Have a Weird One. Man, the story of this podcast in and of itself is a weird story. I created this podcast about over a year ago just because I like weird stories and true crime and true crime with a weird kind of slant to it. You know, I try to cover stuff that doesn't have like an ending or is a little unsolved or even if it's solved, there was just something weird about it. Um, But I have decided that um, there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there that I'm sure are going to cover a lot of the things that I would have covered. And so I decided to kind of free up the space that this show would take with actually two shows (laughs) that are going to be coming up uh, in August. Um, But... I wanted to officially make a finally a final episode because we've this show has gone through some changes. It's changed hosts several several times, and um, it's been it's been a weird curse. Uh, it just seems like any other person that's attached to this show, just something happens. It's it's weird. It's really weird. It is really weird, but. I'm going to go ahead and send a goodbye. I'm going to do one more story. Um, It was actually a story that I was going to do before I decided to end the show. So I decided to just end it on that, on this story. Because it is kind of interesting and weird. And actually, it it was inspired because it sort of came back up in the news a few weeks ago. So that was my inspiration for the story I'm about to tell you today. And then that's it. So, um, <clears throat> thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, all of you have been awesome. And uh, we're going to do one more weird story together. But before we do that, I am going to do one final ad read. Because um, I still got to get paid for this. So, uh, you know Audible. It's a place you go to download audiobooks, original shows, and podcasts that Audible has. Yes, Audible has original programming that you can go check out. 
and they have podcasts. Actually, we are on Audible. This this podcast and other podcasts on Rabbit Hole Podcast can be found on Audible. So, but you can try them out absolutely free for thirty days by using our link audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepods. After the thirty days is up, you can either pay fourteen ninety nine a month uh, to continue um, getting more original shows, podcasts, or audiobooks. Um, <clears throat> and there's a thousands of those to choose from. They're everywhere, man. Or you can quit. You can quit anytime. You can quit before you pay the $14.99. You can quit after you pay the $14.99. No matter what. And when you do quit, you get to keep anything you've downloaded. So those audiobooks and podcasts and original shows that you downloaded from Audible, you get to keep forever. Those are yours. So there's no risk. Absolutely no risk whatsoever. So please... Go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepods using that link. Helps us out here on the network. And says you love independent podcasts. You can also become an awesome Patreon member. Patreon.com slash rabbitholepods. $3 a month will get you in. And you get access to shows early before they are released onto the world. Um, We're working on some behind-the-scenes stuff, working on a Discord. Uh, We are working on other things for the Patreons to get, so don't worry. It's not just the shows. But we've been... have I've had this Patreon since, gosh, 2020? Like, mid-2020? Like, a little bit after pandemic 2020? So there's a lot there. There's a lot there that's only found on Patreon. A lot of bonus shows, a lot of extra stuff. There's so much to check out. $3 gets you access to it. There are different tiers um, that get you get you get different perks. Um, but $3 is pretty cheap. $3 a month, that's not bad. It's not even a streaming service that's $3 a month. So, hell, there you go. Patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. That is where you're going to go. And you help support us that way as well. All the money that I get from these ads, I put right back into the network. They do not go into my pocket. Uh, I use these to upkeep the website. I pay for Zoom that we record our shows on. Uh, I have a graphic artist that I use to pay. Uh, and a lot of other little stuff that's not important. But So, yeah. You're supporting us, so thank you. Thank you, thank you to all the Patreon members. Seriously, you guys are fucking awesome. We all love you here at Rabbit Hole Podcasts. Thank you so much. <clears throat> okay, so, for my final story. And what sucks is I had another story I wanted to do, and I contemplated mixing both of them in, but I'm just going to stick with this one for now. So, Okay. As anyone may know, if you know me personally, I'm from Chicago. Um, I was born in a suburb of Chicago in 1980. And the story I'm about to tell you took place between September and October of 1982. So no, I was not aware enough to know that this was happening. Um, 
but then I remember hearing about it later and thinking that was fucked that that happened, you know, in my area. <clears throat> Especially since the first um, victim of this was a 12-year-old. So today, for the final episode, I will be talking about the Chicago Tylenol murders. Uh, that sounds really extreme, doesn't it? And, you know, Tylenol is a brand, you know, it's, it's, it's a brand of aspirin. And so, you know, I'm sure they appreciate that, but it was, it was, it was Tylenol that was used for these. So, um, okay, let's, yeah. So the Chicago Tylenol murders, they, they were, um, they were a series of uh, deaths of poisoning um, that happened in the Chicago area between September and October of 1982. Um, the first victim was a 12-year-old girl named Mary Kellerman, uh, who on September 28th, 1982, she went to the hospital uh, after consuming a capsule of the extra-strength Tylenol. Um, she went hospital, um, not sure why she was hospitalized for just having a Tylenol. I mean, she's a kid, extra strength. I don't know. Maybe they were like, maybe it was a weird coincidence that like, oh shit, this 12 year old just completely swallowed extra strength Tylenol. We need to maybe get this out of her cause she probably can't handle it. And then, oh, she died. She died the next day. Uh, on on the 29th, the next day, <clears throat> six other people who are unrelated uh, to each other, um, including Adam Janis, Stanley Janis, and Teresa Janis, they're okay. They're related to each other. Um, uh, they're related to each other, but everyone else we're not related to each other because we have the Janis siblings. Uh, um. Then we got a woman named Marilee McFarlane, a woman named Paula Prince, and another woman named Mary Reiner. Wow, they're attacking people named Mary. Uh, anyway, these six people um, would uh, also take uh, extra strength Tylenol, you know, and would end up uh, being killed as a result of, uh, of this. Now... <clears throat> Hospitals were confused. They were stunned. They didn't know, like, why are all these people dying really quickly? You know, except for the Janices, who are all siblings. They don't know each other. So how did these people die in the same way? Because they were poisoned. They found out they, you know, they did the thing. They found out they were, you know, they were poisoned. So they are like, this is kind of strange. So they start looking into it. You ever watch that show House, where, like, House has either he or the people in his team are like stumped with a medical mystery and then they're like go to the person's house and look around and then there they find like you know a sock covered in like cat fur and realize that the person was allergic to cats or whatever so that kind of happened here uh nurse helen jensen who was uh, a nurse at the arlington heights uh, uh hospital um would go to the janice household and would discover a bottle of Tylenol uh, with a receipt. And then when compared to uh, the other deaths, uh, realized that 
all of these people bought Tylenol at the exact same time in the exact same store. So Nurse Jensen, she she calls a deputy chief medical examiner for Cook County, um, and asks, you know, hey, smell the smell the bottle because there might be some poison or some kind of you know poisonous stuff inside the bottle. The examiner would uh, smell the bottle and notice an almond-like scent and uh, realize there was cyanide in these bottles and that somebody put cyanide in all of the Tylenol in all of these bottles. This led to a kind of a public panic because then they had to go on the news and say, hey, if you bought Tylenol in the last, oh, just to be safe, month, um, don't take it. Because uh, something bad might happen. Um, might want to maybe turn it in, tell us where you bought it, so we can investigate why all of these uh, bottles of Tylenol have cyanide in them. Because that's in a weird thing onto itself. Like, okay. <clears throat> So they did that. They had a press conference and told people don't do that. Um, Johnson & Johnson, who makes the Tylenol, they had to do a recall. Uh, just like, hey, just, you know, stores, take inventory and just send us back all of the Tylenol. Now, this is the point where you might be listening to this and wondering. Every time I get Tylenol, there's like this foil thing that's I got to fucking struggle to rip off and there's like this cotton ball that's in there like so how did the how did this mad poisoner get through all that funny you say that cuz see back in 1982 or from 1982 and in the past Tylenol or any kind of aspirin or medicine you could find on the shelves did not have of that seal with the cotton ball in it. They were literally just the caps that you just easily twist open and bam, there's your pills right there. Because, you know, in like 1967, no one's going around putting cyanide and aspirin. Uh, you got to be a 80s psychopath in order to do that. Uh, say what you want to say about the 80s. They created an interesting breed of psychopaths. Um, so that's actually kind of what led to now, all, you know, medicines you buy have the seal on it that are a fucking struggle to open uh, with the cotton ball in it. Um, so that way you can't just stick a needle, you know, hypodermic needle into the top and poison it that way. They have to put that cotton ball, then they put the seal on it. So that's what's going on with that. <clears throat> okay. So, now they're doing an investigation. They're figuring out who's poisoning all these bottles of Tylenol, like, and why, uh, what's going on. They're, they're investigating everything. They're checking every store um, in the area. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're asking for people outside of Chicago. You know, like, hey, any weird deaths that are related to cyanide? And none. No other deaths outside of Chicago. Um... Uh, happened now um, there were some you know scares you know like someone in California thought like some strychnine was added to their Tylenol um, but um, 
but no, 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 not outside of Chicago. These all just seem to have happened uh, in Chicago. It was kind of strange. So, um, so then they started looking into like the places, like where the victims bought the Tylenol, the tainted t- Tylenol, if you will, and um, would look at the surveillance cameras and see if like they can see anyone messing with the Tylenol before anyone bought them. And they did notice a guy, you know, in in a couple of the places who looked similar. He was just a very heavy set, bearded man, and they couldn't get a clear shot of him because it's 1982, so you know, technology wasn't the greatest. Um, <clears throat> but they were like, we don't, we don't know. We have no idea who this is. They had a couple of suspects. Uh, they had a man named James William Lewis. Uh who, during the investigation, he was accused of sending a letter to Johnson & Johnson demanding $1 million to stop the cyanide-induced murders. Uh, he would get arrested, and he would tell the cops, like, you know, I know how I know how the, the attacks are happening. You know, we buy the Tylenol, we add the cyanide to the bottle, we turn to the shelves. Uh, Lewis also was in possession of a book about poisoning, and how to make, you know, cyanide. He did not actually do that. He just wanted attention. He was basically one of those guys who was just like, hey, I need attention. So I'm going to say I did this terrible thing so I can get all this media attention and people will think I'm a murderer for whatever reason. Don't know why. I don't know why people want to confess to murder. I don't know. That's a whole psychological thing in and of itself. But yeah, so he did not do it. They found that he didn't really do it. Uh, but he did get sentenced 10 years to prison for exhorting, you know, Johnson and Johnson for money. That was the other thing too. He wanted money. So, um, so no, yeah, so that went nowhere. Uh, there was a second guy named Roger Arnold, who was a dock worker at a Jewel Oscol, um, which is a uh, Chicago, basically a Chicago only store. I don't think Jewel Oscol is anywhere outside of Chicago. Uh, no, it is not. So yeah, if you're listening to this outside of Chicago, Jewel Oscol was just a very local grocery store. They don't really exist anymore. There is a couple of stores that are just called Jewel. Um, but back in the day, man, it was Jewel Osco. Um, but I think Joe Oskell was like one of those like big mega marts where it was like a grocery store, uh, a pharmacy, which I think is the Osco part. And then like other random shit. Whereas now Jewel is just grocery stores. That's all you can get. You know, you might be able to do pharmacy stuff at a Jewel. I don't know, but I haven't been in a Jewel, Jesus, 20 years. So I couldn't tell you, but anyway, uh, a guy named Roger Arnold, who was a dock worker there, um, confessed that he had possessed uh, potassium cyanide. Um, and he was reported by a witness uh, that he killed people with a white powder and he was getting very erratic when his marriage got dissolved. So I don't know if he was trying to like find a wife and like played roulette. Like I'm gonna poison all these bottles of Tylenol and I hope she's one of the victims. I don't know, but uh, anyway, they looked into his house. They found all of these 
pills and things to make cyanide and books that shows you how to do it. Um, and he was held like he was he was like their high suspect because of all this shit. Uh, but they can never really prove that it was him who did this poisoning. Eventually, in 1983, a little side story for you here, um, Roger Arnold, um, uh, through a mishap, uh, had mistaken somebody uh, for someone and shot and killed a completely innocent person who was a computer consultant and a father of three um, who had nothing to do with anything. And so Arnold was convicted of that killing uh, in 84, and he served 15 years of his 30-year sentence. Arnold would die in 2008, so don't worry. He's not around um, anymore. But they don't know if he really, like, they couldn't really prove that he was the one doing the Tylenol murders. He was he just had all this shit, and it could have just been a coincidence. But there was no proof that he was the one that went and put these bottles in. So... Largely, the case has been unsolved. Nobody knows who was the one doing it. Uh, he never, the person, the guy with the beard and the videos never came forward. They never found that guy. He just disappeared. And and after that, they tightened up security on the Tylenol uh, and, and other drugs, you know, that you can get over the counter. Um, and it never really happened again. No one got poisoned because they bought tainted Tylenol, um, and that's a good thing, but the case always stayed open, um, you know, they were always trying to find out who the hell was the guy who did this, and there were some copycats that did happen as a result of this, um, but not in Chicago, it took place in different places, but they were done by different people, uh, a woman died in Yonkers, New York, uh, after taking extra strength Tylenol that had cyanide. Um, two people named Susan Snow and Bruce Nickel got cyanide poison from uh, Excedrin. Uh, another pill called Encaprin was recalled when there was a spiking hoax in Chicago and Detroit. Um, but no one was ever, you know, that was never proven to be true. In 1991, two people named Kathleen Daneker and Stanley McHorter uh, were killed from two cyanide-tainted boxes of Sudafed. Uh, and then another woman named Jennifer Milling uh, went into a coma uh, from having a similar poisoning, but she survived. She survived, and they think her husband, Joseph, was involved in that. So, um... <clears throat> So yeah, there was a bunch of copycats because, you know, I don't know, people like to do that shit as well. That's also weird. Okay, so the recent thing that happened um, was the the guy, James uh, Lewis. He died very recently. He died on July 11th of 2023, uh, a few weeks ago. That's what inspired this episode. Uh, he, he, he died. Um <clears throat> He, after the whole thing happened, he moved to Boston, because I guess that's where you go after you get accused of murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> Boston is full of criminals, I tell you. And, um, uh, but if you recall, he was the one that wrote a letter to Johnson & Johnson, said he was the one who did it. 
Um, and he went to prison for exhorting them. He This is this guy. So after he got out of prison for exhorting, um, he moved to Boston. And again, there was no proof that he was the one who did it. Uh, that he had, um, you know, that he was the one who was poisoning all this. There was no proof of him doing this. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, he was he was just found dead in his house in Boston. He was 76 years old. Um, I don't see anything that says what the cause could have been. It could have just been old age. He could have just simply just died. You know, I mean, he was 76. Uh, don't know if it was cyanide related. Someone found out. It broke into his house and made him come take cyanide. That would be that would be fucked. That would be really fucked. Um, but anyway, they're all like thinking, you know, did we let him get away? Well, they all cops were always wondering, like, was it him? But they'll never know, and now they'll never know. The guy's dead, and the case is still open. Nobody has any idea who did this. Um, it's still a mystery. It is still an open case. Um, you know, they're still, they are still looking into it because it is kind of a big deal. You can't just, you know, kill six plus people, um, with cyanide and then expect them to get over it. Like, no, that's not how that works. Uh, well, anyway, that's the story of the Chicago Tylenol murders that happened in September to October of 1982. Um, and that is it for not only this episode, but for this podcast. Um, despite everything I've gone through to do this show, I had fun doing it. It was It's fun telling these really terrible stories. <laughs> I know the word fun's kind of weird, but like it, it, it was interesting to like look these things up and talk about how, um, you know, a disappearance or someone getting away with murder or, you know, people poisoned, getting poisoned and then not finding the person, um, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's really interesting to me. That's why I like true crime because it's just very fascinating to me. Uh, how these things happen, the people behind them, you know, who did it. Um, and I just kind of, I've, I've had an interest, uh, but now I'm just going to be reading about it or listening to it on other podcasts. If you are listening to this because you do like true crime, I will recommend, uh, a couple of true crime podcasts that I like. Um, I don't know if these are in the usual zeitgeist of true crime podcasts, um, uh, there's one called that chapter podcast, uh, highly recommend that one. That one's a good one. It's run by, um, by one guy named Mike and he, he basically does what I do, but he does it a lot. He does a lot better. He is way better at it than I am. So, uh, if you're interested in true crime stuff and maybe, you know, some weirdness, um, Go give him a uh, check out. He he does a podcast. He has a YouTube channel too, actually, also called That Chapter. Um, so you can see him talk about stuff as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, also, uh, this one's a big one, so this is not really uh, a surprise, but I'll just say it anyway. Small Town Murder. That's a good po- 
cast too, and they're really funny. Um, one of the things I I hear about hear about when I talk about doing a true crime podcast or why I listen to them is, well, why do you talk about death and you know why do you you know um exploit these people's deaths and murders and and giving attention to killers and stuff like that and it's like you don't got to take it that seriously it's just an interesting story to hear and then if you could take that stuff and then make it funny because it's really dark some of these things are really dark you guys like you know really really dark (laughs) i can't even stress so to just tell it at face value and to just, you know, not put any kind of humor infliction behind it makes you sound like a sociopath. So if you're able to talk about how, like, you know, a wife dismembered her husband because he was cheating on her and then make, like, a Lorena Bobbitt joke on it, I, more power to you. You know, I like that kind of shit. It needs to be done. You need to be able to laugh at these things. Um, otherwise, if you take it too seriously, you're just going to depress yourself, and then you're going to be in a dark place. So let's just not do that. So that's why I like the comedic side of true crime stuff. People get mad at that. Whatever, man. Uh, if you want to take serious crime stuff, just watch the regular news. Just go do that. Let me laugh at a murder. God damn it. Nothing morally wrong with that. Jeez. Anyway, those are the two shows I I listen to often. There's a few more, but they're the mainstream stuff that everyone that everyone listens to or watches or whatever. So no point in mentioning those. Um, please go to rabbitholepodcast.com. Um, go check out other podcasts that I do there. Uh, go check out the new shows that are going to be coming out. Um. The one replacing this one is going to be a time travel movie podcast uh, where I get nerdy about time travel movies. And so that will be coming out in August. Um, And then the second show is about me getting nerdy about Mystery Science Theater 3000. So those will be coming out in August. Please stay tuned for those. RabbitHolePodcast.com is the best place. To go save that save that website has your home page you should go to that website every single day because there's always something there and we're doing written reviews so i know podcast is in the name but we're doing written reviews um we're branching out to other things so there's a lot to check out rabbitholepodcast.com first thing in the morning drink your coffee see what shows are out load them up in your spotify player Go read some reviews while you're eating breakfast. And then as you're going about your day, you can go listen to various podcasts that we do. Thank you very much. I do appreciate everyone who listened. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day, week, month, life. And uh, I will see you on various different shows. Go be weird. Strange going on tonight. There's something going on that's not quite right. Michael's nervous and the lights are bright. There's something going on that's not quite right. There's something going on that wasn't right.
Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast.com.